Welcome to the Fun and Games Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupkin, and let the games begin. What's up, you guys? And welcome to a bonus episode of the Fun and Games Podcast. We have Darian here today. My name is Darian. I'll be your nurse today. Oh my gosh, we're bringing it back. What brought you in? We're bringing it back to Nurse Darian here, you guys. Darian is... Well, I guess you are a nurse. Now you're in nurse anesthesia school to be a nurse anesthetist. And I get questions all the time because I feel like a lot of you are in the medical field. You want to go into nursing school. You want to go into anesthesia. You just have a lot of these questions. And this is the perfect spot to sit down, chat with Darian and finally go through these. I am so excited to be able to actually help you and answer a lot of these questions. Yeah, this is. I was honestly stoked to do this. So it's a good sign that you love what you do and you're actually excited to talk about it. So I was. I'm having a hard time in school. It's just busy and it's just busy, you know. But then when you guys were asking these questions, I was stoked and I'm like, okay, good. I still love it. <laughs> yeah, Darian's like, oh, I know exactly what I'm going to say. Yeah. I like read him a couple of these and I'm like, I'm so glad that you have such a passion for this. This is going to be a really exciting episode. So we're going to go ahead and just hop right into your questions. We're going to keep these anonymous because I didn't disclose that I were. But if this is your question, I'm so happy we were able to answer it on the podcast and love you guys so much. Okay, so the first question is, how did you make yourself marketable to get accepted? So talk about getting accepted into nursing school and then CRNA school. And then they also asked, are you working while going to school? Okay, I'll answer the easy one first. Uh, No, I'm not working. And CRNA school just requires too much time to really be able to work. Some of my classmates are doing it and they're bosses, but I I just wanted to focus full time on school. So to get into nursing school, I did a lot of volunteer hours. I also tutored um, for anatomy and physiology for both um, one and two. And so that looked really good, I think. And I made sure to get as good of grades as I could. So I actually applied to nursing school with a 3.98. I also know people who have gotten in with a lot less. So don't let that stress you out. We'll also talk about that later. There's a couple of questions about it. Is that all? Oh, Oh, yeah. For nursing school. CRNA school. Man, I put a lot of prep into this. Shoot. Elaborate. Take your time. This is a big question. So for each... I applied to nine schools. Um, After nursing school, I applied to CRNA school with a 3.6. It was going to be a 3.7, but I had some community college grades come back to haunt me, which was brutal. Um, So just be thinking about all that, you guys. So yeah, 3.6. And I applied to nine schools. Every school I applied to, I did massive amounts of research on them. So that I could sound the best in my personal statement. I could tailor it to them and, and all that stuff. Oh, I did a ton of shadowing too. I probably got about 40 hours of shadowing. Most schools want to see that you've shadowed. So do that. Um, some tips on shadowing. Start at your own hospital. And I know with COVID, it's probably hard. But um, start at your own hospital. See if you can get with a clinical educator that can help you get some hours. If you have friends, you can reach out to do that. Um, just do whatever it takes because that, that's a big deal. Let's see. Uh, something else. Knowing people is a big deal in the nurse anesthesia world. There's only 55,000 of us, right? So if you know a current nurse anesthetist, definitely talk to them, see what connections you can make with any school that you can. Awesome. Let's move into question number two. How many times did you have to apply to get into nursing school? 
I applied once. Yeah. Our our college had a school of nursing, so you just put all your eggs in that basket. You worked so hard to get in there. You like you literally had like a flawless GPA, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah, that was yeah. I, I just knew that was the one I wanted to do and I, I studied absurd hours to do that. Yeah. We started dating when he first got in the nursing program and it was I do busy. know someone someone in there asked how I balanced time with Brit and also someone else asked is it hard to uh, balance gym and school? So there were literally days where I just, I didn't see Brit. I remember there was a Thursday that I was studying before a test mm-hmm. and I knew I wasn't going to be able to see her. So I just called her for about 10 minutes and just said, Hey, I can't see you today, but I just wanted to call you and let you know that I'm like still thinking about you. Cause you know, you don't want to like wait all day or sometimes two days at a time before even hearing from the person you're like wait do they even like me <laughs> no but like no, but when we were dating the fact that even when we were dating and darian was in the brunt of his nursing school he still made time for me i was like okay this relationship is definitely going to work and you know here we are people you'll hear so many people downplay nursing school like oh, nursing school was a breeze like oh my gosh dude nursing school was tough for me man yeah like so this- those tests were were hard so this next question is, how is CRNA school different from nursing school? Oh, it's 10 times more work. <laughs> uh, that's just the reality. It's You would have an entire week to work on like one module in nursing school while or one one like lecture, one um, topic. So like the GI system, whereas like here you're learning, you've got four different lectures compiled into one exam that can cover anywhere from one to three different body systems and topics and pharmacology stuff. And, you know, it, it's just a lot more work, but that's why I'm not working. Cause I, I put in about eight to 10 hours of studying a day just solely. I mean, this is more than a full-time job. So. Yeah. And that's something we talked about before going into this is that Darian's full purpose was to study in school. I don't want him to have to stress about work right now. So the next question is, is there anything wrong with getting your associates in nursing before getting into your BSN? I didn't read that right. Go ahead and read that one. Anything wrong with getting an associates in nursing and working before getting a BSN? Absolutely not. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I actually feel like that's a very good idea because you spend a couple of years, you get your associates and you can practice as a nurse. um, And then you're going to still get your BSN anyways. But you're doing it while getting real time experience. So that's a that's a great route. One of one of the best nurses I ever worked with was an associate's nurse for like twenty years and then he finally caved and got his BSN because they were just kind of teasing him about it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, great route. Okay, so if someone says that they are a nursing student right now, what is the biggest advice for a nursing student slash new nurse that you would give? Give yourself six months to adapt to whatever floor you go on. And do not quit until you've given it your all for those six months. So I say that because, um, so this is, this will answer another question on, on there too. I had the best first job in the world. I worked at the Mayo Clinic under a um, brain and spine rehab floor where we were working with like quadriplegics, uh, traumatic brain injuries, helping them walk again, helping them with their um, activities of daily living. Shout out to all you physical therapists and occupational therapists and speech therapists um any other therapist i may have left out i love you guys man i loved working with with you guys um so that was awesome very stressful though like 
trying to put into practice stuff you've only learned from a book. Because honestly, nursing doesn't give you clinicals. They give you like a month, maybe. And that's not going to teach you much. So you get into your job and it's kind of stressful. Give yourself six months to let yourself adapt. And do not quit until you've given yourself those six months. Because I promise you after that, if you're, if nursing is really something that you are made to do or that it's it's you enjoy, you're going to find that love for it within those six months. But there's also a lot of anxiety with it. I love that. I love that advice. I'm going to have Darian read a couple, just siphon through and pick the ones that speak to him the most. Oh, man. How does he like being at state? And how is he balancing family? School time. Family slash school time. Absolutely love Michigan State. I can't say enough good things about it. Um, It's the best program in the world. If you guys are in Michigan or near it, I mean, I was in Arizona and I applied. Dude, everybody apply to state. This is It is run like a well-oiled machine, nice voice crack. (laughs) And I mean, it is amazing, amazing. I know for a fact that it's it's run better than a lot of the programs that my friends are in just because I talk to them. So balancing family and school time. Luckily, um, thank you to your guys' support. You guys help Brit support our family. So I don't have to work and we have a roof over our heads. So not being not having to work i can take time at the end of every night to be home and just have family time yeah thank you guys i also will take one or two days out of the week where i'll wake up extra early to study and then i'll actually go to the gym with Britt. so that's extra time spent with her yeah and he helps film sometimes darian will get off early at like four and you know i guess helping me out and doing this together kind of is a little bit of a job because it does help The next question is, I'm graduating nursing school in two weeks. Any must-have tips or preps for the NCLEX? This is a great question. Hearst Review. Hearst Review. Hearst Review. Hearst Review. That's H-U-R-S-T. I used that, and it helped me tenfold in having mnemonics and memorizing different topics. And it's this cute little Southern gal um, who her accent just helps you memorize everything like the way she says things. Um, and yeah, it's like, I think it's like three to $400. Hear me out guys. That sounds like a ton of money, but if it helps you pass your NCLEX on your first time, which I think there's like a guarantee or something like that, dude, it's worth its weight in gold. I tell you, please use that. You can also also do like a million practice questions, at least a million. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really. But, so Hearst review and then do practice questions. So if you have to pay for like question banks or if your school has access to pre- question banks, um, do those over and over and over. I I just want to say. I, I passed mine in 70 questions in an hour or okay. under an hour. I was so gonna... I'm, I'm like. I speak from experience. I was going to brag about him, but he already bragged about himself. Yeah, no, Darian did really, really well on his NCLEX and props to you. I just also want to throw in there. I love my nurses. So if you're going into this field, just know how much I love you and appreciate you, especially labor and delivery. Okay, so the next question is, my boyfriend and I are in nursing school. What's your biggest tip? And I know you kind of answered this, but has anything else kind of come to your mind? So figure out your priorities um, and you might have to let some of those priorities as far as like socializing and stuff slide. It sounds, it sounds cheesy, but people say there's sleep, school and social. 
and you got to let one of them slide a little bit if you really want to knock a school out of the park. So like sometimes I wouldn't get as much sleep so I can spend time with Britt when she's my girlfriend. Um, Sometimes I would get extra sleep because I needed to for an exam that next morning. And so I didn't see Britt. So find those priorities. Definitely spend one night of the week, a date night, just you guys, several hours, like no phones, just you time so that you can kind of recharge and then get through the next week. I love that. So kind of going off of that, somebody asked, when did you make time in nursing school to hang out? So I would study from about, well, I would I would purposely schedule classes at 7 a.m. So I was up. Yeah. And so I'd be on campus at 7 a.m. and I wouldn't leave campus till about 6 um, or 7. And then I would just kind of be out on the town with Brit or friends until about 10, 1030. You know, it got earlier too. As we were dating longer, like January, February, like when we got engaged, we seriously would say goodnight at like eight or nine. It was, yeah, it was like nine. We would just text, but it was fine. Like I, at the same time, I, not to make this about me, but I was working too. I was working in an advertising agency full time, not full time, but like 20, 30 hours a week while in college. So Darren and I have always been on grind mode. And I feel like I'm just now looking back, like we've kind of always just like worked, did our own things and like come back together. And because we both are like so passionate about our own projects, when we do have those couple hours together, it's just like so much fun to like recap about our days. And like, I don't know. I love that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Next question. Uh, What was your path from bachelor's in nursing to CRNA school? And would I do it again? This is a good question because there's a time gap between the two. So talk about that. 2000% would do it again. Um, I've shattered enough to know that it's interesting to me. I love school so far. And um, nursing for me was just getting kind of hard. It was just tough. COVID was... <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, COVID was brutal. Yes, her husband is a nurse and considering his next step. So I would say shadow all graduate nurses. So nurse practitioner, clinical nurse specialist, heck, uh, nurse midwife, which... I don't, know, I don't think there's many males in that uh, crowd, but um, nurse anesthetist, shadow all of them and see what you like. Nurse anesthetist is the real deal. Like I, I honestly think everyone should do it. So I'm kind of biased, but yeah, I definitely would do it again. Will you give everybody kind of a long overview of your, of your experience, you know, BSN to CRNA. So kind of from where it started, you did undergrad, how talk us all through that okay. working period so okay yep undergrad graduated with my bachelor's in nursing and then my first job i spent a year at the mayo clinic on like a rehab floor and i knew i wanted to do crna but it's hard it was hard for me to get um a icu job right out of school which if you're trying to do the crna route i would recommend doing icu as soon as you can even though it's brutal it's very difficult so then i spent yeah i spent a year at the mayo clinic we moved to arizona to be my family and i got a a job at a level one trauma center doing trauma neuro icu so you have to work in the icu to be a crna there are some there are some schools that will accept er but icu is your best bet so i did icu for two and a half years Um, you're allowed to apply when you just have a year of experience. So I applied with about a year and a half experience just because that's how the application cycle just fell. So I applied with about a year and a half experience. I made sure to do a lot of volunteering on the unit. Um, 
because they want to see that you're like a leader. I did all of my extra certs. So I got my critical care RN license. I did my um, TNCC, my trauma nursing critical course. I did all my neuro courses. I forget all the I forget all you, the stuff. I got like CRRT certified, all this stuff. Like the the IV. Oh, ultrasound IV, that was kind of fun. Yeah, so I did a lot of extras so that I could stand out for CRNA school. And ultimately I applied to nine different schools all around the country. I got interviews at 3 and I got accepted to one. Um most of my friends applied to a few and got into one. Um I don't know it was just more difficult for me, but I, you know, if it's something that you want, you can do it. So, yeah. Do you want to talk about real quick the first rejections, kind of how you felt and how to not get discouraged on that? And just, yeah. So, I actually applied to a couple schools that I thought were kind of just like easy ins, which, you know, my pride was soon um, destroyed. <laughs> so, I was like, oh, I, sh- I should get into these. Like, the application was easy, the requirements, I, I more than meet them. And I got rejected and I looked at students on like forums who got in and they had like 3.0 GPAs. Uh, my GPA was better. Like there were all this stuff and I was, I, I was, I was pretty down on myself. And, um, but so I always ask why. So I always email the Dean or whoever interviewed me and I just said, Hey, what advice would you give me to improve in the future? Cause this is my dream. And honestly, they told me, they said they want people in state so that they have CRNAs that are going to stay in that state. And they were like, we saw that you were so far out of state that we were afraid you wouldn't stay and help the CRNA crowd here. So, you know, that's honestly what we're doing right now. And I was like, oh, I I appreciate the honesty, you know? So, yeah. But just like I said, I applied to nine other schools. So, yeah, just apply to a bunch and... Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. You know? All right. So what departments were you a nurse? You know, you kind of already talked about this, but just quick recap in case someone didn't catch it earlier. Yo, shout out to the person. There's a person on there that said, where did I work in the ICU? Because they were a trauma neuro ICU nurse at a level one trauma center. That is exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. So I was stoked to hear that. Um, yeah. So trauma, the trauma neuro ICU is where I worked. What that is, is you get and you... You get traumas, so gunshot wounds, car accidents, motorcycle accidents, stabbings, um, falls. Like, it's crazy. There's always a bed open on that floor called the red bed. And it's for trauma reds, which are like your gunshots, your high-speed car accidents, your absolute, like, wreck of a patient. When they come in, things are rolling. And so it really gets your critical thinking skills up and... Then you have the neuro side where we have neuro patients as well, which sometimes trauma and neuro go hand in hand together. So, but yeah, so you take care of people with drains in their brain that are leaking fluid. You have um, people who have had like bone flaps taken out, all that stuff. Anyways, sorry, and, I, I told you I could talk about this forever. <laughs> no. And before that, what love, what floor were you working on? Um, I worked at, like I said, the brain and spine rehab unit. Yeah. I just, I just so, wanted to, you know, sometimes I the like re- those the short recovery, answer. The recovery side of that. Yeah, I love that. 
skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere, and it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OseaMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. Today, I'm welcoming a new podcast sponsor, Shrink Grills. If you haven't heard about these yet, today is the day. Darian and I cannot wait to move to Florida and start our hosting era, and this is the perfect way to do it. These grills heat up to over 1,500 degrees in less than five minutes, and it uses the exact same infrared technology as the world's best steakhouses. So things are going to cook really fast. Your steaks can be ready in as little as three minutes, and salmon as well. Big salmon girly over here. We're trying to get all of our protein gains, and this delivers on flavor because everything is juicier on a grill. They also have a dip tray at the bottom. This is probably my favorite feature of these grills. You can let all the steak juices just drip to the bottom of the drip tray and then it's going to create these brown bits and you can add butter, spices, oils into that dip tray also and then pour all the juices back onto the steak and this makes such a big difference in flavor. This this grill isn't just for steak though. You can also cook chicken wings, hamburgers, seafood, even pizza with their pizza stone accessories. So if you've been on the fence for your summer grilling, look no further and get your shrink grill today. That's spelled S-C-H-W-A-N-K, shrink grills. You can use code FUNANDGAINS to get $150 off a shrink grill. Okay, next question. What was the interview process like for getting into CRNA school? And this is fun because it's different because of COVID. This, all right. So I did a Zoom interview actually, which was awesome because I saved about like 700 bones on flights. We got so lucky. (laughs) So I literally interviewed, (laughs) I don't think my my director knows this yet. I literally interviewed in my bathroom. (laughs) That's right. Because we had Vinny. And we only had two bedrooms. Um, it was a tiny. We lived in our apartment Brittany, in Arizona. It was tiny. Brittany was grinding away on our room trying to like film YouTube or do Instagram or like do her work and stuff. And um, I had my interview and then Vinny was sleeping in the other room. So the only other place I could sit down and have a desk um, and a closed door with a closed space was our guest bathroom. So I literally just, yep. Ah. Uh, it was awesome. So, Good time. Just, interview just process for... is intimidating as heck. What were you going to say, Britt? I, sorry, I was going to say that I would have given you the bedroom. I think that the bathroom was like the best place to do it. Quiet. So that you could have a blank background and it was yes, quiet. Yes, the just, blank background just and so quiet. You know, yeah. If Darian needed the bedroom for his CRNA school interview, of course I would have given it to him. Okay, go to the I, interview. Yeah, I really think there was like virtually nowhere to sit yeah. in that room. Yeah, there wasn't. Yeah. It was so And small. there weren't any, oh, there weren't any dressers that were like, 
our height. Yes. Like, like table Yeah, we needed height. like a desk. That's what it was. So that you could sit. You'd have to stand in our bedroom. Yeah, that's okay. what it was. Anyways, go back okay. to interview process. So interviews are brutal. Um, what I did was I actually practiced interviews like three different times with someone I found online um, who was a actual student and he would help other people get into school. So yeah, I did mock interviews so that I could kind of ease my nerves and that's what ultimately helped me get in, I think. But the interview process is brutal. Sometimes you're in with a panel of people. Sometimes you're just, you know, three on one. It's rarely just one on one. So you've got multiple people asking you questions. Mine for um, for where I got in was very friendly. I, I'm not going to give too much information on the interview because I think that's unfair. But yeah, it was very friendly, very family oriented. And I just I totally felt right at home in that interview. So that's what made me pick Michigan State. So why CRNA and did I enjoy being a floor nurse? What a floor nurse is, um, is basically just like a nurse on the unit, a staff nurse who's like taking care of patients. So I, I enjoyed being a floor nurse a lot because of who I worked around. Um, shout out to the Banner fam. I loved, loved, loved my Banner family. My nurse friends, we were all family. So loved it. I did get a little burnt out of it. You're just taking care of unhealthy, sick people all the time. And people, a lot of people who like don't want to get better, like either addicts or people who just treat their body very poorly. And it got hard for me. I'm just being real. I'm being honest. It got hard for me to take care of people who didn't want to take care of themselves. I wanted to be in a different field. I chose CRNA because I watched how someone talked to a pediatric patient, a young kid, like six years old, before they were getting surgery. And he kneeled down, the CRNA kneeled down, um, got on his level, looked at him and said, hey, bud, everything's going to be okay, all right? And he gave him a high five. He had a little, I think, like sticker or something to like make him smile. Um, but he just basically told me I had nothing to worry about and just eased all his fears. And I was like, dude, that's like a big responsibility. You're taking that little guy in for surgery and keeping his heart and lungs alive, you know? So that was that was it for me. I'm like, I need to be able to do that. Like something that I feel really matters like that. And, you know, it's it's a it's another step in um, the nursing world. I wanted to kind of hire, um, increase my level of education too. So a lot of different factors, but mostly just to help people on kind of a higher, more like higher responsibility level. I just want to say how attractive that is. It's like truly one of the reasons why, not one of the reasons, but I loved that when he was even dating Darian is knowing that he's going to have kind of this like medical knowledge and background going into when we start our family. Like if something bad happens, Darian can take care of it. I love that. I just, such a man, love him, so attracted to him. He's the best. So somebody asked, why a nurse, not a doctor? You know, I've actually been asked this a lot. Um, this question is pretty easy for me. Uh, the time. I have absolute nothing but 2,000% respect for my physician um, coworkers and the people I work with that are physicians and stuff. Um, but for me, family was first. I wanted to pick something that would be like the ultimate family-friendly job in my eyes, which was nursing, because three days on, four days off, I thought that would be great. Um, so I did nursing. I am choosing CRNA now because you can have similar hours. And yes, you can you can either work 10 hours a week or 70 hours a week, depending on what you want to do. 
And so it is flexible. So that's why I wanted to do that because it's a higher level of care and still allows me to have good family time. And I'll be in and out of it in under a total of nine to 10 years, whereas med school was going to take me 15, 16. And if, if I started med school by the time I was considering CRNA school, I would be in my late 30s by the time I graduated, which is nothing wrong with that. But for my goals, you know, it, it just med school just didn't line up. Every time we tried, I, I, I researched. I researched and researched different schools to go to for med school and see if it was right. Every time I tried, nothing felt right. Yeah, that, so that was, was it. That was definitely something we talked about. And yeah, just it never felt right for us. And I love the path that we're on now. Yeah, I thought about med school, but it, you know, just wasn't right for us. All right, Darian, I got a I got a big one for you. What is the relationship with respiratory therapists? They Yo. feel like they get no love Yo. from hospitals. Let's bring it. Let's bring the love. Yo. RTs, baby. That's what they're called. They're called respiratory therapists. Wait, that's they who they are? are? RTs. You always talk about them, actually. Yo. You love... Yeah. My okay. RTs taught me about the ventilator and the ICU, okay? Everyone gives nurses the credit for that stuff. No. It's your respiratory therapists that are keeping your lungs alive in there, okay? Eventually, the nurses kind of learn a little bit to stay afloat, but um, if something goes wrong, the ventilator starts beeping, the patient starts like convulsing and the, the ventilator's off, guess who I call? <laughs> I don't call the doctor. I call the RT, man, and they come in and fix things. Um, so big shout out to respiratory therapists. Love them. Love that. And you know what? I love anybody in the hospital who is going to take care of me because that's something that I don't know how to do myself. So I just love all of you. Okay, so this is the this is all the same person and I really I want to answer these sincerely. So, how do you balance such a rigorous program while having a family? Question mark aspiring CRNA here. All right, love that. Do it at all costs if you really want to be a CRNA, just do it. Um balancing family. I have my set number of hours that I need to accomplish and I focus, I get all my modules done, I get my flashcards, I get my studies and then I'm home at 5.30 every night to have dinner with uh, my wife and little son Vinny and that's a non-negotiable. So you have to set priorities and my priority is family but you know, I obviously have, I have to graduate. There are days where I'm like, hey babe, I gotta go a little later but I will absolutely never miss dinner. That just means dinner gets pushed back. But like we always sit down together at the end of the day and chat with no phones, laugh with Vinny. Like that's a non-negotiable. So, and also I'll go to the gym with her sometimes. So those are our, our, our times. And then we take Sunday off completely, both of us. And that's our big recharge. So that's it. Yeah. So the same person asks, how many hours do you spend actually in school and how many hours studying? This is a great question. I am in my second semester. The first semester was the same. We do one day a week for about 11 hours. We're in school pretty much all day. And that's for two classes. We do two lectures. And then the rest of the week is study time. We have one exam a week pretty much. So every week you're studying for that next exam. And as far as hours spent actually uh, studying really let's see eight hours a day I would say eight hours a day five days a week so 40 hours a week plus 11 hours so you're talking what 51 hours yeah so right now it's about 51 hour program 
it gets i hear it gets brutal next semester because we do simulation lab plus an extra class so we're adding two two new things in there but we'll see how it goes yeah i mean you guys will be here with us going through darian's journey when he starts sim lab and when he starts clinicals and everything yep uh same person also when i graduate my gpa will be a 3.2 should i just give up now um this will probably relate to a lot of people um I talked to, the answer is absolutely not, do not give up. What I would recommend is take a a graduate level course that relates to the sciences and knock it out of the park, get an A, and, um, you know, do that once, maybe do that twice if you're confident you can get an all A's, and um, beef up your GPA, and that will also show your um, schools that you're applying to that you're serious about it. So you can definitely use that as leverage. Say, hey, yeah, like I, I had a tough time in school, but I want this so bad that I took extra courses and aced them so that I could show you guys that I'm willing to work. And I know a lot of people in your shoes that have done that. But for a 3.2, I you can get into schools with a 3.2. You absolutely can. Um, but it is on the lower average. So you'll need to just beef up other parts of your application. Like you for sure need to get all the certifications you can for your unit, um, get some volunteer hours, get a lot of shadowing hours. And, um, I would, I would, I would maybe take a class that, you know, you can ace and kind of beef up your application. Make sure it's a graduate level course though, so that you show them, Hey, I've already taken a graduate level course and aced it. I can do this. Um, I actually shadowed a very, very smart person that went to Columbia university who got in with a 3.4. So you're not, you're not far off. All right. This one comes from, (laughs) wait, you said you weren't going to say the names. (laughs) <laughs> this one's a special name you have to this say is it b- baloney sandwich <laughs> you are awesome the question says well it just says operating room nurse here just wanted to say that we love our crnas you guys rock i am so stoked to get into clinicals and work with my or nurses man yeah gonna vibe it's gonna be so fun we can uh, take down the cranky surgeons together <laughs> All right, this one says, what do you pack to eat for lunch and snacks while studying? Um, Costco has these nut bars, Kirkland brand nut bars. They're in a blue box. The ones that literally almost killed me. They do have sunflower seeds, so you got to check the box. Make sure you're not allergic. Sorry, Britt. I didn't know. <laughs> They're freaking delicious, though. So those are my snack. I always pack uh, rice, a veggie, and some sort of protein. They're long days, so I also will pack like a yogurt. I've usually got like an energy drink in there, not going to lie, mm-hmm. because the second half of school is absolutely brutal and everyone's like nodding off. So you need, <laughs> you just need it. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Maybe an apple or banana if I'm feeling like extra hungry to snack throughout the day. Yep. A lot of times it's leftovers too. Uh, leftovers. Yep. All right. Next question. All right. This question says, what is the best way to support a partner going through nursing school slash what are the best things to do? You answer and then I'll answer because I've been in that role and like, what would you want? Yeah. So what I would want, um, my goals were to kind of, um, go into higher education. So I was, I was kind of obsessed with grades, making, making good grades. So I needed extra support on testing weeks, especially and understanding. So like when your significant other is, um, getting ready for tests and stuff like that, you know, Britt would bring me a sandwich if I needed to. She would bring me snacks. She would come to campus um, so that I didn't, I didn't have to, like, go to my apartment and make stuff. I could just stay and study and grind. 
and even um, take that like 20 minutes to eat together yeah you know just understand if they are busy because they're always going to be busy and they're always going to be a little bit stressed um if they're really trying to make those good grades and nursing school while some say it's easy it's it's really not the type of test taking you do it's like four correct answers which one is the most correct to to try and like navigate through that is really tough so 100 percent, the one thing you can do is support uh second thing you can do is um bring them snacks on campus <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so just let them let them know that you're always always there for them yeah and that goes for the other person has to always communicate that like i loved that while we were dating darian would just call me and say i'm not gonna be able to see you today but i just want you to know i'm thinking of you and to me that meant the world because i had previously dated somebody who was also going in the medical field wow am i just crazy am i crazy I guess we know my time. <laughs> no, but this guy would not talk to me for days and totally ignore me and just say like, oh, I'm way too busy. Like, what do you want me to do? What do you expect? And I'm like, oh, okay. And I thought that that was like normal and okay. And then I start dating Darian. And even when he's busy, he's talking to me for 20 minutes, like wanting to be around me and wanting to just like let me know that he's thinking of me. And I'm like, wow, this is a stark contrast. And I just... I loved it. I knew that we were always going to work because we did that together. But I want to yes. say... While, while you're giving support, the partner should hopefully put in work too and just let, let you know that even though they're busy, they still care about you. Yeah. And when Darian was in school, I would go to a lot of his study groups. I would bring food and sometimes I would just hang and like do my own work just in the same place as him. Like I would go to so many of your nursing and nursing assessments is that what they were called like the head-to-toe assessment oh, yeah. i knew that thing like the back of my hand yeah Brittany, we were even in the video yeah, we, were we were even in the video still, for our school if you might have seen us in the nurse assessment example video yeah <laughs> so, darian does a head-to-toe on me yeah Brittany. Brittany helped me with my uh head-to-toe head-to-toe assessment so there's another tip you can help with their homework <laughs> yeah i was honestly interested in it because i like to just learn and learn the ways of the body and it's just nice to become educated on this too. And, you know, if you're in a relationship and you're committed, you want to get, you want to kind of share those passions and interests with each other. So that was something we talk about or study with each other. I would quiz him on things and it was really fun. You know, we just tried to make the best of it, knowing that we were both busy. And at the same time, Darian would come and visit me when I was at my job on campus. And, you know, you just have, find this routine that really works for you guys. All right, there's there's two I would like to hit uh, before we wrap this up. So one is what company did he travel with, meaning me, and would he recommend travel nursing? So right now with COVID and the lucrative contracts, I would 100% recommend travel nursing. Um, it's, it's just so worth it monetarily, not to mention you get to travel to a new place and meet new people. Granted, it's hard work. Some of those, you got to be careful like who you travel with. I traveled through a place called Westways and was extremely happy with them. So Westways, you can look them up. They, it was my first ever and they didn't take advantage of me. They, um, they treated me right. The pay was really good. We ended up in, um, Orange County, California, which was like, <laughs> I miss it so much. Literally every day we awesome. talk about how much we miss it. That was the water slide park. That was the first time. Oh, Vinny, yeah. That was when we found the bougie like kid zone for Vinny. That was the first time we put him in like a little, well, kids own place so that we could work out together. It was life changing. Those six to eight weeks we had in Southern California. Absolutely life changing. Brittany's uh, famous water slide workout pictures. Yeah. 
Oh that, yeah. That gym was in California. <laughs> what gym is this that has a water slide at it? Yeah. It was just an outdoor gym and I miss it so much. Um so yeah, 100% recommend travel nursing especially now. So, okay, this is a really good one. How do you manage to not compare yourself to others in nursing school? So check it out. Um I'm going to say something that will make all of you feel better about getting into CRNA school and nursing school in general. Um, I did relatively well, but I actually had to retake a class in nursing school because I didn't pass it. Crazy. So I actually passed it with an A, but I failed the final exam. They um, make you take a HESI and you have to hit a certain benchmark, which is 850. And I got an 842, um, which I studied like crazy for this thing. And the test taking type, like the type of skills you needed, I just wasn't really good at them yet. And I, I failed it. I got an 842. And the second time, I think I got like an 839. And that was back when my program was like, yep, you got to retake it because you didn't pass the HESI. Literally, the semester after that, they said that it just goes toward your grade. So it would have been like a B and you don't have to retake the class. But yeah, for me, I had to retake that class. So yeah. I I was literally with the like the lower classmen behind me retaking a class. And... You know, how I avoided like being depressed about it. I was really sad at first, but then I accepted it and thought, you know what? It's going to be for the better. I'm going to I'm going to double learn it, so I'll be extra smart, right? Um but overall, you've got to realize that if you're doing everything you can to do well in school and like you're giving it your all, there are some catty people out in the world that are going to try to like talk behind your back stuff like that. That's just kind of with any profession. But don't ever, ever, ever um, think that you're less than, you know, it's just it's so important to just know that you're on your own nursing school journey. And shoot, I had to retake a class. So I'm not going to like look down on anyone. Um, the fact that you want to be a nurse speaks more to your um, desire to help people and like your heart than anyone's opinion of you could. So for sure. Honestly, I remember when Darian told me that he failed by one it was like one question. I mean, that was crazy. And yeah, that that definitely made me angry. He was the guinea pig class of his program. It was the first time they were doing a BSN. And his BSN program was one year. So Darian did two years undergrad, applied to nursing school, and then did like one and a half year of nursing school. It's like one and a half years. So really, he was in and out of undergrad in three and a half years. But anyways, that was wild that a stupid little benchmark exam made you retake an entire class and then they cut that from the program so there are going to be things that are a little bit unfair in everybody's journey that you have to just learn and push through and not like get discouraged from that and check this out human who asked that question who has a beautiful soul uh all of us are going to end up in the same place we're going to be nurses right so uh don't worry about what other people in your class are doing there there's a hundred percent like way more way smarter people in my program right now. I don't really care because we're all going to end up in the same place. And when you get a job, no one in the world of nursing says, hey, uh, how, how'd you do in nursing school? Like, what was your GPA? Nobody yeah, and, cares, dude. And, you know what people care about? Hey, when stuff hits the fan and I need you to help me like get some meds, are you going to help me? Are you going to be a good yeah. person? And nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares about... Anyways, sorry, go ahead. No, sorry, I interrupted. No, you're fine. Nobody cares about what school you went to either. Right. Like we right. went to a really, really affordable school so that we came out with minimal undergrad debt and 
like that was a decision we made and no one cares about what school we went to like no one cares no no jobs really cared either but yeah as far as comparing yourself in the program girlfriend just don't worry about it you're you're gonna be a nurse just like the rest of us yeah and nobody when you're a nurse is gonna give a rat's butt of how you did nursing school or where you went no they care about how you're acting on the floor yeah. and how well you are you can are do you your a, job are you a good person yeah cool all right All right, you guys, that's going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for asking your questions. We are so happy to be able to answer them. I know that means a lot to you. I'm so happy I'm able to be helpful and give you guys some insight because I know we've had a lot of help along the way. And Darian's going to give a little bit of a recap about all of this in case you're kind of like, you know, here's a little recap. Okay, guys, I'm going to give about a minute recap, just like all the buzzwords that I know I wanted to know when I was applying to CRNA school. So I was overall a nurse for about three years. I spent two and a half years in the ICU. Any ICU will do. People say cardiac's most important. Um, It's good, but it's not most important. Just get into an ICU, okay, that uses drips like um, pressers and sedative drips. And then um, I applied with a year and a half experience, and I got in. My GPA was 3.6 when I applied. I had 40 hours of shadowing. I believe shadowing is very important. You don't need 40 hours, but you should shadow if you want to be competitive. You also have to get your CCRN. Um, Not have to, but in my mind, you have to to be competitive. Get as many different uh, badges on your floor, your CCRN, your neuro stuff, your cardiac stuff, your balloon pumps, whatever floor you're on, just maximize your potential there. If you can become a charge nurse, become a charge nurse. Do volunteer hours if you can. To prepare for interviews for CRNA school, 100% do mock interviews and apply to a bunch of schools. And good luck. Good luck, you guys. Keep us posted. We want to know all the tea and we want to wish you well on all of your exciting new life updates. Every time you pass an NCLEX or you get into nursing school or you get into CRNA school, you better DM the podcast. Yeah, We're baby. celebrating. Don't DM me personally. I cannot guarantee I will see it and I want to celebrate. But the podcast Instagram, the DMs aren't flooded yet. So DM us at funandgains.podcast and we would love to just chat up and celebrate with you. Seriously, it means it means the world has to be able to just connect. And it's such a nice little network. Like We're so happy to share any advice or tips that that we have and be able to learn from us because we've done it. And I'm like so proud of you, Darian, for getting into school. This is something, it's a long road that, you know, five, six years ago when we were dating, we were talking about being here now and we're here. I mean, it's crazy and it's amazing that if you put your mind to it, you really can. You've got to put in that hard work and dedication, but go for it. Shoot for the moon. Like the world is yours and you're totally in charge of the life you want to create. Amen. Well, that's it for this bonus episode, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. Later. You are listening to the Fun and Games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. Bye.